Hi, class, and welcome to Fifth Grade Book Club, where the material is always age appropriate, and we really find out what those kids are doing these days. I am Miss Mitchell, Zoe, mm-hmm. huh? and I'm Miss Wetchkin Mom, Abby, huh? 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 and this is our book club, where we discuss the literature of 10-year-olds. Your modern 10-year-old. With their mom's iPhone in one hand. And a uneaten peep in the other. But a book in between. This week we are reading a long last chapter book. You've all been waiting. We're reading The Mixed Up Files of Miss Basil E. Frank Weiler by E.L. Coningsburg. Coningsburg. Walking through a crowd of villages aglow. Kaleidoscope of loud heartbeats under coats. good book. Not to slight Holes, Dark Diaries, and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, but this is just a really, I feel like it's one of the best books I've read. Period. Yeah. Period. I think this one has a lot of good, like, adult jokes that aren't adult, you know, they're not necessarily adult, but they're just really subtle jokes. Much like the Torah, I feel like I got something new out of it every time I read it, and this is the second time, so. Yeah, same. <laughs> but yeah, it was a really funny book. And I, I honestly would say read it. Whatever age you are, read it because it's funny. It so fun. pause this podcast, go read it, and then come back and listen, I think. Yeah, you probably will read it in a couple hours because it's just that good. Get it on your Kindle Fire. Or just get it at your local library. I don't have time for that. <laughs> I, this is a podcast yeah, about... Send me, send me the spark notes. I don't have time for that. Go to the library? What do you this mean? This is a podcast about modern 10-year-olds and modern adults, okay? So I'm going to do the 60, 60 second, second summary. Why can't I do it? Oh, you wouldn't do it? I'm just kidding. You I'm not very, it. this is not my forte. <laughs> um, if I could figure out how to time myself for 60 seconds. I could time you. Okay, you ready? On Steam. Okay, I just got to say that Zoe is looking online in the most <laughs> ridiculous way. Like, she just keeps searching 60 second summary and now... We're on a weird website. I don't know what's happening. If she just said, Abby, will you get the timer? I would have said, no, Zoe, find it yourself. I don't even need you. I got it. Oh, Ready? Sure it out. Okay. Mixed up files with Miss Basil e. Frank Weiler. 60 seconds. So what happens is there's this girl, Claudia. She's a little bored. She's a little tired of her real life. She's about 10, 11, 12, right? 12? She's about 12, so a little early to be tired of life. And she decides she's going to run away, make things more interesting. So... What she does is she lives in New York suburbs, and she decides to go to the big city because the outdoors, that's not the kind of runway she's into. We'll get into that later. And her and her brother, she picks her brother who has the most money. He's rich. He's really good at cheating at um, war. war. So they run away to the Metropolitan Museum of Art where they find a statue in the museum when they're staying there overnight. And the statue, they think, is done by Michelangelo, but it's a mystery to the museum. So they go and investigate this mystery. They write to the museum. They end up getting to visit Miss Basil Frank Weiler, who sold the museum the statue, and it turns out the children were right all along, and their hunt was correct. It was a Michelangelo work. And that's 60 seconds, but I think that's really all you really need to know. Yeah, I think the fun of the book really is just like these two siblings on this super adventure, and they're living in the museum, and they're they're finding ways to survive. Like they take baths in the in the fountains, and then they 
pick up all the money that people throw in for wishes and that's their income and they sleep on Marie Antoinette's bed and it's just really cool. Yeah. And they're, and it's funny cause they eat with the tour group. So they'll, they're like uh, children. So they sneak in with whatever school groups are today to go eat the museum food. I think that's so hilarious. So a lot of clever things with these kids and all the while it's just really funny. I just got to say, so for example, the reason that they stumble upon the Renaissance art wing is because Claudia tells her brother, Jamie, we have to go somewhere every day, like choose a wing. And he's like, let's go to the Renaissance art museum. And you, th- and he says that cause he thinks it's so boring that she'll stop wanting to go to wings. And then she's like, <gasps> he wants to see all the naked statues. <laughs> like he's only eight. I didn't know. So, you know, there's a laugh to be had all the time. Which brings us to our next thing that Claudia is about. Yeah, just Claudia. We love Claudia. Claudia, we love you. Claudia and the. I feel like Claudia Claudia is the fictional character that we would like plan a birthday party for, even though we don't know her. I feel like she would plan her own birthday party and we would just be there. (laughs) Sounds sounds good. Claudia loves to plan. And she said something in the book like, planning for this trip is almost just as much fun as being in this trip because I love planning. And I said, I've never identified with anything more (laughs) in my life. Like, I said it out loud. And you took your notebook and you were like, I'm planning to say that later in my podcast. And you wrote it down and it felt better when you wrote it down than it Whoa, felt right now. Meta. It's true. <laughs> I love Claudia too. I just like that. It's so funny to me that she's so, has so much existential angst and she's so young. And she kind of reminds me of one of my students who can tell she is so over fifth grade, not in that she doesn't like school, but she just is so like, so over it. And like, there was one time I gave her this paper that was like titled a short story titled my boring day. And she looked down at the paper and she looked back at me and said, my boring day, my life is a boring day. And I really want her to run away to the, Well, she's been gone for three days and we think She's at the museum. She's <laughs> run away to the museum. I feel like it's harder to get to from Boston. I guess you go to the MFA if you're up here, but that's where she is. Yeah. So here's our first like question question. I think we're going to have it asked by a member of a famous early 2000s, late 2000s. Yeah, he's a star, and we got him to ask me a question directly. So here we go. Let's hear it. What are you reading? From the mixed up files of Mrs. Basilie Frankweiler. Ah, uh, best book. Yeah, but I've read it before. So have I. Hey, question. If you had to spend a night in the Met or the Aquarium, which would it be? Definitely the Aquarium. Definitely. Yes, glad you said that. You don't want to help me with some of my sales, do you? Because I'm kind of swamped. Sure. Really? Mm-hmm. Yes. And you're Abby, right? Yeah. I'm Jim. Oh, John, like... It's so fun of you to ask. So sweet. Thanks for coming on the show. So, Abby, yeah, do you want to help me with my sales? I'm on eBay, and let me tell you, no traction. Oh, really? You're probably setting it way too high for your... What are you selling? For my crappy sweaters? (laughs) (laughs) Um, You think $8.99 is too much? Maybe. Fifth Grade Book Club, sponsored by Zoe's eBay account. (laughs) Okay, yeah, but I guess the question there is, where would you want to run away to? Um... Ooh, okay. I think we can both agree, honestly, not outside. Like, I also felt like Claudia and I really related because she was like, run away to the wilderness? No way. Well, the other cool thing about running away to this museum is it's like, they get to be really cool and clever and like, I feel like you go camping and you're like, well, now I'm camping and this is a thing that people do and there's nothing like, I don't know. You're like, you're like, I'm t- here I am enjoying the sereneness of nature. Yeah. I, I Where would I want to run away to if, if I had to choose like a museum or like a... I don't know. Well, I feel like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory makes you wonder if, like, running away to a candy factory would be that good. Would be fun. I feel like his factory is too scary. I think somewhere, I mean, somewhere, if I had to be local, I think just, like, MFA, realistically. But 
if I could go internationally, where would I go? My favorite museum ever is the Tate Museum in London, which is just a giant art museum again. The best museum in D.C. is the Native American Museum only because they have the best food court. So maybe there. I think I once read that you can rent, it's like a night at the museum, but it's also like you can rent out F.A.O. Schwartz to sleep over. You can pay however much money and get a sleepover in F.A.O. Schwartz and then you get like ice cream. That, that'd be pretty cool. It's like big. I feel like you'd be like in the movie big. Okay, where would the worst place, what would be the worst museum to get run away to? The worst museum to run away to, in my opinion, I think could be like Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum. Yeah, those are... Like being like locked up in there. It's probably grimy and gross. Or um, Madame Tussauds. Oh yeah, Madame Tussauds. Which are right next to each other. I was in New York last week and I was in Times Square, unfortunately a lot. It's really crowded and Madame Tussauds is really close by to Ripley's Believe It or Not. I think Madame Tussauds could be fun for one night only. I would say for an hour. Like, I don't need more than the visit. <laughs> the funny thing, like, if you see pictures, you're like, did they really meet George Clooney looking very stoic? <laughs> what? They're like, who like, knew George Clooney's face was so shiny? Yeah. He looks as if he was made of wax. What? <laughs> Um, Have you been to the one in New York? I went there when I was a kid. It was really funny because my mom was explaining to us and she was like, the people are wax. And we got in the elevator and she's like, see here, this man is a wax statue. He's not real. And then it was a a real man and he was like, surprise. And my mom screamed. And it was so funny. I feel like those museums are great in the moment. You're like, oh, yes, let me take every photo ever. And I honestly have a Facebook album of 50 photos of me with (laughs) We have them in my house. There's like pictures that I go through and hide. Pictures of my brother with Woody Allen and me with Tyra Banks. And my friend once saw the picture. She's like, why did you never? This was in high school. She's like, why didn't you post this on Facebook? I was like, why Why would I? <laughs> me, and, me and Tyra Banks, the statue? <laughs> You're like, yeah. who wore it better? Okay, I, I agree with that. I think one of those. Oh, I think we should talk about Miss Basilie Frank Weiler. Like, what do you think about her? I feel like, you know, she's the original, the OG cool woman. I know. Um, I mean, because how, how old she's supposed to be? Like, 80s? Because yeah. so at the end, too, she wills off. This um, drawing that Michelangelo did that basically proves that the statue was done by him, and she it's worth doesn't give it to the museum. Yeah, she decides not to give it to the museum and instead wills it to the kids when she passes away because she and Claudia are obviously similar star signs and they're, both need a secret yeah, to keep to keep their lives exciting. And Claudia, the whole time, I think, is looking to be self-actualized by this experience. Like, she goes, there's a funny line where he's like, Jamie, I need to be a hero. And he said, you didn't go on this trip to be a hero. She's like, how could I know I didn't want to be a hero then if I want to be a hero now? And I didn't know it then. (laughs) Something very eloquent like that. And she does it. She So she latches onto the statue. And then Miss Bezley Frankweiler gives her the key to having this exciting life with this secret for her life. And she's like, Miss, and then Miss Frankweiler narrates it. She's like, and I knew. I could see it in Claudia's eyes that she knew the importance of the secret. <laughs> I feel like she seemed British. The whole time she'd be like, my dear barista, or whatever, well, my she lawyer. Writing she's writing, she's to, writing um, to her lawyer explaining her the whole lawyer. Thing. She's who, writing let's, be, let's be real for a minute. It feels like her and her lawyer are a little closer Get a little, than just a, just a business relationship in this book. She's very personal. She's like, let me tell you everything and hope to see you soon. It's like, yeah. hmm. Your husband passed away how many years ago? Okay. Okay. The sequel is the adult. (laughs) Fifty Shades of Miss Basley Frankweiler and Mr. What's the song? I don't even know. Is that a... I don't know. 
But the kids are pretty funny. Like, they go to her house, and it's huge. And Claudia sees the really fancy bathtub. She's like, there's never going to be another chance for me to take a bath in this fancy of a bathtub, in this fancy of a house. So guess I got to do it now. <laughs> and they're, they're waiting for her, and she's just taking a bath. Then she gets mad at them for starting to eat without her. I also really love Jamie, the brother, because he... I don't even know how you cheat at Kings, and he's you're at war, right? Oh, my God. I could tell you exactly how you cheat at war. He and his friend go home every day and they like swear that they won't they play war on the bus and then he takes his cards home and they swear they won't move them but he just moves them for example it took me literally years to realize that my brother alex hi alex was (laughs) cheating at war because we would do our deck and then he'd say i need to go shuffle in private (laughs) i'd say okay like that seems maybe he's nervous about his shuffling maybe he needs a little extra time but really he was just moving all of his Higher ones to I the like front. the idea of your older brother being nervous about shuffling. But he's, like, <laughs> he's like, I just feel sometimes so self-conscious around my younger sister, Abby. Sometimes my thumb <laughs> flicks and really embarrassing. And I, I can't, yeah, shuffle in private. <laughs> give me a break. I'm going to do that at the next like card game. I'm going to be like, just give me a moment. No one look. And then I will, I will actually be shuffling self-consciously. Like, <laughs> yeah. But what you do, you just move the kings to the front. And then you, I don't know, maybe he would shuffle all of them in private. That's what it was. And then I'd be like, wow, I wonder why I have all these twos. <laughs> twos and threes. And I was like, mm, I don't know, another Jack, another King. Sounds like your brother was like Jamie. I just like Jamie because he's so wealthy. I feel like he's who he's I want to be. Like, the beginning he's more like, money Jamie than me. has a lot of money. He could have an ice cream sandwich every day if he wanted. And they're like, and then she's like, Jamie, how much do you have? And he's like, a man never tells. She's like, tell me, Jamie. He says, $22. Better than what I got. And then, wait, what was the other funny thing? Oh, Jamie. There's, like, a couple funny moments where, like, Claudia thinks Jamie's going to compliment her, and then he doesn't. Like, oh, there's, yeah. like, some classic Well, Claudia does, moments. like, very, she does very clever things, and she's like, oh, he must notice, and then he just doesn't He'll be like, you're different. Ja- Claudia, you're different than other girls. Claudia bows her head, waiting to receive the compliment. You're really annoying. You're like, <laughs> so I loved them. Classic sibling relationship. I guess the last thing I really want to bring up is, um, this is worth googling probably these illustrations are terrifying terrifying. we thought this would be maybe like terrifying if it was in ripley's believe it or not museum but if this is what the metropolitan museum of art looks like i'm scared yeah there's a drawing and it's them in the fountain and it looks like there's just whip no what are those things called that you use whisks there's like big whisks coming down from the ceiling I had a student who's reading this book, and he told me, I almost didn't want to read it because it had pictures. But I think that to him was like, I don't read picture books. Look My at this mind one. provides They the have pictures. this, the terrifying faces. They look like, they look like mutants and not, not the hot X-Men kind. Look at that. Look at that face. Oh, yeah. That's when she looks. She looks like that girl from The Exorcist. Oh, yeah. The Exorcist girl. Yeah. What's her name? I don't remember. Claudia? Claudia? Is that you? I was from in Georgetown, D.C. Shouts out. Sponsored by... The Exorcist movie. <laughs> it's probably not going to make any money off of this because it's been out for 30 years, but hey, it's a good one to go see. <laughs> Cultural capital. All right. I think that about wraps it up. Do you have anything else? No. I just feel like Miss Basley Frankwaller is a badass, and I would... Yeah, and I love Claudia. Jamie's awesome. If you haven't read this book in a while, it's about time. I'm so serious. Please read this book. <laughs> Please read this book and then tweet at us about how much you loved it. Yeah. Contest to be our fourth Twitter follower. We have more than four. We have like nine. Oh, ten. Ten. The <laughs> big the big two digits. Follow us and tweet at us your book recommendations that you want us to read. Yeah, give us the um fans. Tell us what you want us to do next. Bye. Bye class. class. We 
But here's what I know about Michelangelo. He painted on the ceiling and carved up some stones. He built some beautiful library stairs and he gave St. Peter a dome. He left Moses sitting in Rome. Well, I wonder how I can be more like him. But where I see a cracked ceiling, he sees the birth of man. Mama said I ought to sit down and put together some sort of plan. That's how Michelangelo began. 